0: All right. Well, well, we'll get it covered. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ted. And we've been talking sports. Sports! And those who can't play.
1: <laughs> We're talking about how in so many movies you can tell when someone is a horrendous athlete. Yeah. Like, I can watch Channing Tatum and any movie he's in that's involves... He was in Coach Carter where he played a basketball player, and I'm like... Yeah, you look like you you look like an athlete because right. you are. Yeah. So anyway, we were
0: we were laughing about that. I I said that that running and I'm a runner, or at least I was not until I got injured. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. He's down for a while. I'm down for a while. But anyway, yeah, I, I told him that I didn't really look at running as a sport, even though I know it is. It's and Ted corrected me, and it was a, an activity. And he says it's like swimming. I go no, because they, they, the element. It doesn't anything that requires an additional element other than what you're you're just naturally physically capable of doing on the front end is a sport. Anything you know. So swimming, you need water, and and running, you just run. You don't need anything. What
1: about hurdles? Well. Yeah, I think I mean, cross country is an activity. And, I think okay. that track. <laughs> tra- I think that what Usain Bolt does is is a sport. Like if you can run a that fast, or you can do the hurdles, or you can throw a shot put, or any of that is very. Um, to me, that's a, that's a that, sport. That's a sport. But cross country is. You're correct. Cross country is is. Um, and that or was, I'm saying
0: that right. was kind of my speed I, in high school. I ran all my life when I was little, but and and uh, went to when I was 10, 10 or eleven. I went to track camp at a local university up here for a couple of weeks. It was great. I mean, track was my thing. I ran. I mean, that was. But when I was in high school, I was always the, uh, I was the relay leg man. So you know, and and anybody that knows track, in uh, in. The sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you want your, you, you typically want your fastest person leading in a, in a four man relay. And then you want your next fastest person to be the last person to run in case there's ground to make up. So, and that's you? That was me. Okay. That was me. I was, yeah. So that was, that was little old five foot eight me.
1: You could move though. I could. Did you do the 200 and 400?
0: Uh, actually, I did the uh 400, the 800, and the 1600.
1: That's awful. So we, yeah. So I, I did the 400. This is a fun one. Our football coach would let us get out of certain things if we ran track. So even though I was qualified faster in the 200, he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna run the 400." I was the biggest person running it. I'm six <laughs> one. Pretty much the same weight. I'm 6'1", 210 now. I was 215 or 220 then, running a 400. I continuously, I ran three meets. I got like 4th, 4th, 5th. And I was like, this is awful. Everybody that wins weighs 150 pounds. (laughs) I threw up after
0: every race. I I miss it. I loved it. I loved running. It was like, when movie Forrest Gump came out, I could relate to that. He just started running. Because I think if you're a runner, and you get out there, and you start running, it's just like, okay, especially if you're a distance runner, mm-hmm. you, you, you okay,
1: Forrest, Forrest was right. I mean, how far can I run? There is a zone. I want to do it. it. It is. Oh, it's therapy. There's like all of a sudden when you're running that you hit this stride, and you're like, I don't ever run more than three miles. So mine is usually like a mile and three quarters, a mile and a half, and I hit a real good pace for that last bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, mine's mine. I, I try to run five miles when I run, when I did run, and that was you know kind of a daily thing for me, you know, in the mm-hmm. summertime especially. Um, and uh, I can't run in cold temperatures. I can't stand it. I I run better when it's hotter. But anyway, I, I would run f- five miles. That was that was my my target length of that well, was the course I've got set up around here. Yeah. So but anyway, I was yeah I was at the uh, oh, it, but anyway yeah after that first mile first mile is tough. Because you're trying to get your body and, and, and pace and, you know, all that. But after the first mile, there's no pain. There's no nothing. It's just free for all. I mean, just free form.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: going. I'm running. I'm not thinking about it. My mind's solving problems that I've got at work or whatever. And I, I'm running. It's just, it's you know, there. Yeah. I'm daydreaming, basically. So, But it's therapy. And when I when I hurt my foot, I went to the orthopedic. And uh, I go, man, I really need to get back. And he goes, well, we, I mean, if you want to get back in three months, I we can go operate on it, and and uh, you're gonna lengthen your calf muscle, and we're gonna come in here and cut your your. your I've got a metatarsal problem. And he's like, well, we'll we'll cut your foot basically in half here, and then reset it so that you don't have this falling arch problem that you're experiencing. And I was like, no, no, I think It'll we'll take the, the long good. run. Yeah, do we'll do the take long the long we'll, run. We'll, 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 the long run is what? It's six months.
1: Yeah. You six mean, months. You can do it. You and can then, do yoga. Yeah. Pilates. Yeah, I'm going to have to. going to have to. Yeah, got to do something. Yeah. So. Exercise is therapy. Everyone I, needs to, if you just walk, like you got to do I can't something. can't do that. I know you can. I'm just saying in the world, people, yeah. it does your mind good. It does. It there, does. There's not a, and give it I work outside with my hands when I'm not acting or whatever, There's not a day that goes by that I don't exercise.
0: I love exercise. Me too. I love it. I love it. And, you know, this is actually a good segue into the movie we watched because this is about perseverance. Mm -hmm. It's about dedication. It's about that dream. And if you're a runner or an athlete, you know, you, you get it when you're training. Dad and I watched Prime Videos, original, A Million Miles Away.
1: Wonderful movie amazing wonderful movie i it i there's not a negative thing to say about any performance there's not a negative say about the writing the directing that i can't i can't recommend this this is a true story it's a true story it's very family friendly and i could not recommend an inspirational movie anymore
0: i i couldn't either i i don't know
1: how long it is
0: i i'm not even gonna i'm not even two
1: hours two minutes no way Mm-hmm. Didn't seem see, like an no. hour
0: and twenty. Yeah, it was it was that good. It was that compelling. It was that captivating. You you were you know it was it was it was um, it's like Rocky, without the violence. And I I mean that's I'm from an
1: inspirational standpoint. And I I thought you know what I appreciated that that like the fact that they did so much in the movie they did speak Spanish. Yeah. I was like, yeah, don't, 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 oops, I said F. Anyway. Well, you started to. Don't, don't do it where you just all of a sudden are not doing what would naturally happen and speaking, you know. Right. English for just our sake. Yeah, I appreciate that. They
0: built in subtitles. So when they do, they do speak Spanish for people that don't speak Spanish. You you can follow along with words.
1: My favorite Scientologist Michael Peña is the lead in this and he is wonderful.
0: I didn't, well, I didn't know that was his religious choice and he is incredible in this movie. He's good in everything.
1: Honestly, he's yeah. just a really good actor.
0: I was I was uh, emotionally affected when he was killed in the series Narcos.
1: His character. Okay, I never I saw mean, that. Because
0: he because he was really good in it and it was one of these again, he, he plays a character that you're easily drawn to and supportive of. Mm-hmm. So when something good happens to him, you feel him, you know, feel for him in this. And then, of course, you know, when something bad happens to him, like yeah. in Narcos.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you feel He's got him. a thing about him that not a lot of actors... Um, Gosling kind of has a similar thing, and it's like a feel. It's like a... Um, he just ha- he kind of oozes like a good charm from him. Like even when he's being awkward in this movie with his wife to be, right? First, he's still really charming. It's a similar thing that Gosling does. He's even when he's intense, he finds a way to make it charming, and it's like I don't. That's so good.
0: You know what was amazing about this movie, and I, we're I'm, I'm critical about this, and we're we're, we're talking about casting. The the movie starts out, and, and I'm just I'm going to put this in con- uh, context here. Uh, the story is, and it's a true story uh, about uh, Jose Hernandez, uh, who is a real NASA astronaut, and he was on the shuttle Discovery. Uh, but he was an immigrant from Mexico, came over, worked the fields with his family back in the '60s. Um, and uh, when, when you know, I guess our border was a little bit more free and, you yeah. know, there wasn't, it wasn't politicized. How about that? Yeah. And, and people could come across the border, work the fields, and then we'd go back to Mexico and, you know, during the seasons they would do that. But anyway, as a young child, he would come over with his parents and work the fields with his parents. And he'd also go to school here, you know, and they did this on and on forever. and And so... Um during that time of his his development and his growth he decided he wanted to be an astronaut. I mean, that he wanted to go to space. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted to do. And uh so he just he worked at it. I'm not going to give anything away. Oh, It's too good. But this is the interesting thing about this movie getting getting back to where this circle started. Uh Michael Peña's character was introduced, or Michael Pena was introduced as the character, supposedly when he was in his twenties. Michael Pena is like what, forty-four?
1: He's older than me. He's like forty-six. Forty-six. I'm pretty positive that's accurate.
0: So, anyway, he he played
1: forty-seven. I I honestly was like, did they give this dude Botox? I thought that at the at the I think right. they just deaged him a little bit. I, I I don't know they did a great job because, because he looked his he looked his age at
0: the older age. Got that at the end, yeah. What yeah. you knew when you looked at it, it was the natural look
1: right. for him. I think they deaged so, him.
0: Yeah. Anyway, he he did. I mean, I, I can't say his performance was amazing. In this movie, I think he's going to get a nom for this. Do you? I do. I think. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how he can't get one, and I don't. I don't know how this movie can't get one. I mean, it's that good. This it's is really a, good. This is Academy Award-winning level stuff. Especially this year, you know, with if,
1: with nothing coming out really, and them holding everything. It's like it's like Barbie, Oppenheimer, Scorsese, that we can't speak of, right? and and this.
0: Yeah, I, I I think this is I mean, if if uh The Martian is nominated for best you know comedy
1: This should be nominated for something.
0: This should be nominated because this was a phenomenal movie. You know who I loved in this movie though? Who? I lo- I loved Julio Caesar uh Sedalo? Is that his, he, his his
1: dad? Oh he's great. Who was his best friend? Was uh, that his brother?
0: the guy i'm th- trying to remember here uh bobby S- soto yeah is that i like that is, guy yeah he he played he yeah i'm trying to remember his character's name because it was funny yeah it was uh when bento bento box when, yeah i'm thinking when, bento. When bento when they bento
1: set box. in the car at the beginning and he goes to the field and he's talking to him and he's like here's you're a scientist, dude. Yeah. And they're talking, and he's like, Oh, I forgot to do it. I got to go back. Was, that was, it was charming. Oh, yeah.
0: No, this was, and again, and there was a character right there, Bento, that you just you felt the struggle, and you can accredit that to Bobby uh, Soto's acting because you really felt the struggle when when the scene called for that kind of emotion. But you, you also felt that, you know, he was happy in his place and he understood his place.
1: Yeah, he was... He his
0: was, aspirations weren't that high.
1: Yeah, I... And he was okay with that. I just really love this movie. I, he, here's I, a fun fact for you, though. Uh right. I went to grad school with Saryu. Saryu Blue. Oh, really? Yeah. She's, she was great. She's... She's an amazing she, she Yeah,
0: she plays... Uh, she plays uh, the... Uh, uh, JK, is that her... Well the, the one the, the woman the astronaut that died on yeah. on Columbia mm-hmm. uh, which and, and just in in a nutshell again it's it's a movie about this Mexican immigrant and his struggle to get into the NASA program and his repeated times of and this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer uh, his repeated attempts to apply to become an astronaut it was 13. So, well, I, yeah, i lost count. It
1: was 13.
0: So, and he finally gets there, and he goes, they show the training part, which they didn't overdo the training. Uh, you got an understanding of it, and you know, there was nothing that was beaten like a dead horse in this movie. It moved along quickly. Yes. It did. There was no waste of time. So, I, Ted, I'm just, you know, this is a good, good movie. This is refreshing to see such a... A good movie,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I did not know. I thought it, it's not cheesy. It's just good. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna give it a number. You ready? I, I'm
0: ready. I, I'm ready. For me, yeah. I give it a 91. I'm going higher. Okay. No, I, I, I am. I am a 97 on this. Oh. No. This is this is that caliber of a movie. This is this is a good feel good movie. It is definitely that. This. I mean. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 all in on this movie. I will watch, I will watch this movie again, you know. And uh, yeah,
1: well, Rotten we Tomatoes just, agrees. We, we, yeah,
0: we did. We did. We just we just pulled up the numbers here from other.
1: Oh man,
0: you don't see others. the critics
1: and the audience agree very often. No,
0: no. And uh, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, we got a real problem here. Okay. This week, and in, in I think it was on CNN, uh, Chris Evans was uh, uh, interviewed. And they were talking to, him, talking to him about Ghosted and how he was taking the fact that on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like a 26. If he was okay with that. First of all, Ghosted is not a 26. That movie was good. Yeah, that movie was fine. I can't remember what I gave it at the time.
1: I think we were but in the 70s. 70s. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a, it's a 70s solid movie. It's yeah, not amazing, but it's solid. Yeah, but Rotten Tomatoes, like,
0: like a 26 for that movie. And that just And that wasn't cool of the CNN guy, or whoever it was, the reporter, to, to bring that up to him. What did he say? So, it, it was just like, well, how are you taking that? What is it was the kind of effect you have? And I was like, why are you even going there? He, right, first of all, it's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. All right. I I wouldn't I wouldn't trust a Rotten Tomato review if,
1: if my life depended on it. Rotten Tomatoes. Here's my take on Rotten Tomatoes. It is dog now. It is terrible. What it is is if you're a critic, You're not allowed to like anything mainstream. You're not allowed to like anything that isn't art house. You're not allowed to say like, except for, you know, Barbie and Oppenheimer. You're allowed to like six mainstream movies a year and then a bunch of indies, which is fine. But like, that's not normal people. Normal people don't watch movies like that. And
0: we're normal people, Ted. There's nothing special about us.
1: No. (laughs) Normal as can be. I have another thing to talk about, though.
0: So, Chris, I just want to say, if you're listening, ignore those kind of questions. Ghosted was great, and that was the first appearance
1: uh, performance that I really liked you in. He he said he's only going to do one movie a year from here on out. Great. Best life ever. You've killed oh, okay. it. Congratulations, Captain America. Oh, yeah. Well, if you got that kind of money, this was uh, kudos. He doesn't care. No, you got, um, He's got the dough. So, here's something, now that we've talked about this movie, that I want to touch on for a few minutes. Okay. I think space exploration is stupid. Whatever. Like, okay, I want to know why we're pouring billions upon trillions of gajillion dollars into going to uninhabitable places for years at a time on a mission when, like, half the rockets just blow up as soon as they take off. I mean, why don't we take all that money and sink it into saving our world and the environment. And I just had that thought. I was like, send some robots into space, let them report back. We don't need to waste all this money. It's just a huge, wa- I'm sorry, it's a huge waste of money.
0: So I'm, you know, this is like, right, ring the bell, ding, 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 because mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of this. I think my perspective on it is, is, I'm all for the space program because I believe intelligent life exists beyond our our world, our solar system, our galaxy, whatever, and and I think at some point you've got to realize that uh, yeah, there's a race. I mean, we've got to figure it out so we can compete in the end. If not, we could be sitting ducks here for some. I mean, we'll just think of all the alien movies that we've watched, okay? Independence Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They come down and they just basically can, you know. Flick their finger at us and wipe us out. I mean, with what they've got. I mean, they're that technologically advanced. And speaking of technology, I think the space program pushes us to develop technology, not just for space, but in our everyday lives. You know, I think you'd look at the space program. Our computers wouldn't be what our computers are today if it wasn't for the space program pushing them. Now I think Space Force is stupid.
1: That's what I was about to go at. Okay, so let me let me retract some things I said and let me get on board. Right, we should have a space NASA. We should have that, um, and we should do all that. But like these billionaires funding spe- their personal space travel mission to go up into space and come back down, yeah, lower space is stupid. Yeah, it's well, stupid. Stop spending your money. And I agree with you. There, of course, there's aliens there's aliens probably watching us all the time being like look at these idiots i I am one yeah you could (laughs) be um but like yeah of course i mean i get it but like it's such a waste to go to mars what is the point it's uninhabitable what is the point i don't get it
0: well could it become inhabitable
1: well that's, it takes like that's a challenge. Takes like seven years to get there. So are you gonna get on are you gonna get on a ship and go seven years to no, go but live I think on I Mars? Could,
0: I think I could quickly put together a list of people that I would love
1: <laughs> to recruit to do that. I, do, I, <laughs> I I I'm all for Elon Musk moving to Mars. I didn't say that. I didn't disagree with that, but I didn't say that. All for it, buddy. I mean... You are so great. Go go to Mars. <laughs> There's a podcast yeah. I listen to called The Dollop. He'll, he'll get there, bitch. Yeah, he'll get I mean, there. I'm complain. sorry for my language, but he will. Do, uh, do you ever listen to The Dollop? No, it's a historical podcast, a weekly historical. And right now they're doing Elon Musk uh-huh. Part One. It's so funny because they're comedians and they're just <laughs> oh. talking about all he's done, right? And
0: like all he's done or all he's borrowed.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, mean <laughs> let's be real. He got 180 million dollars for his stake in PayPal, and then he. Right yeah went and invested in a little car company called tesla he is not a
0: genius right and he ran the real owners or creators of tesla out yeah so
1: yeah right so buy a rivian
0: yeah buy a rivian (laughs) buy
1: another car (laughs) that's not a tesla buy something else
0: i'm a fan of shark tank the TV series. Mm-hmm. And I, I i was a fan of the series before it even came to America. And it was known as the Dragon's Den in, in England because it's a syndicated reality show. But anyway, a buddy of mine is uh, uh, one of the executive producers of the show. And so I think I might, my intrigue in it is more because he's there. And if something happens, I want to be able to go, hey, what, what did you guys do about, you know, so-and-so, whatever. Yeah. But I tell you what. I look at that show and every time it comes on, I can't help to think when Mark Cuban is on camera is how fortunate he is. He created when the internet was created a website called broadcast.com to broadcast college basketball games over the internet. He sold that, and this is back what? In the in the late 90s?
1: Mm-hmm. He sold that for a billion dollars. Well, that's why that Bitcoin crap went so it, crazy.
0: And and it, it never went anywhere. Matter of fact, you go to broadcast.com right now,
1: it doesn't exist. But that's all those tech guys. That's the thing.
0: I know. I'm just, I mean, look at Casey Neinstadt. Are you familiar with Casey? No. He's a YouTube influencer. You know, he created some app and, and thing like that, and CNN bought it up for millions of dollars. And it doesn't even exist anymore. I mean,
1: I mean, so... Think of all the money that people wasted to in cryptocurrency because it was like, oh, that's, that's the thing. And then yeah. they all lost all this money. It's the same thing. It's like the Wild Wild right. West. They saw the internet and we didn't all get in on it. We thought it was a gimmick. We all thought it was kind of a gimmick for the first little bit.
0: Oh, I was all over it, but I just didn't have the resources or the knowledge to, to do that. I would have, you know, I'm a laggard when it comes to technology. yeah. Generally in life, though, uh, I, I am I am not a laggard in in f- foreseeing what was going to happen. Like the internet, when I first was exposed to the internet, I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be huge! I mean, this is going this is going to be revolutionary. This is going and it is Should've now I, stock and Apple. I couldn't have I couldn't I couldn't do anything because I'm just technically challenged." I that's, I can't. I can't code. I can't do any of that stuff. And I really, I, I want to. I mean, it's my Achilles heel. I just, I really want to. I get it. It's fascinating. I love it. But anyway, yeah, I just laugh. I laugh at these guys like Mark Cuban, how lucky he is. I mean, a billion dollars he sold broadcast.com
1: for. But he keeps making more money.
0: Uh, well, money makes money.
1: Right. So he owns a basketball I mean, team. Yeah, that he, everybody, bought,
0: that he bought for what? $250 million back. Everybody
1: know. likes him. Right. Like no, he's, oh, he's, oh,
0: I, I have nothing wrong or nothing bad to say about Mark Cuban or, or any of them. Kudos to him. But they have to realize how lucky they were. So lucky. Because that's stupid money.
1: Well, that's what you remember the Pam and Tommy thing we watched. Yeah. Um, the, the funny thing to think about when I was thinking about all the stuff you're talking about is, yeah, when that Pam and Tommy video was being sold on the internet, there were like 250 websites. Yeah. I mean, now there's like a a billion, a billion in for <laughs> everybody. <everything. laughs> right. Right.
0: Well, you know, on YouTube, a billion videos drop every day or uploaded to YouTube Ugh. every day, a billion of them. So anyway, all right. We've rattled on enough. This is a big, big I'm, episode. I'm, yeah, this is uh, this. Well, a lot of a lot of emotion in this one. Great movie. Great. A, a million miles away. Prime Video. Uh, you know, watch it. I, I am going to watch it again and again and again. If I am ever feeling down, if I am feeling that you know I just don't have the energy to, to to push forward, this is my Wall Street now. That movie, Wall Street with uh, Charlie uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, and the and, Oliver uh, Stone like, classic. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's a highly motivating movie. At least it was for me. Gordon Gecko and you you know, you wanted that driving force Rocky whatever. This is this is this is this is not a B12 shot motivating movie, but when you when you wrap it up, I tell you what, I wanted to, I did. I came down and worked. I'm like, my god, I'm this guy worked. I'm going to work. He made me feel good about me.
1: I love it. I will watch it again sometime. It's not gonna motivate me. That I'm more of a Rudy sort of Rocky sort of classical. That's more. Motivated. Yeah. Well, Rudy is yeah. sports.
0: I think you put Rudy in this category. I mean, yeah, it's it's the, not. This
1: it's, is more true. Yeah. Than the Rudy story.
0: Yeah. It's it's not. Yeah. Another true story. It's not. It's not a Rocky or a Wall Street that motivates people. It, you know, because those are B twelve. B-12 motivation movies. This is this is a B-6.
1: I have not seen uh, Wall Street in a long time. I'm going to rewatch that. That's a great movie. You know what else is motivating? And then we have to go because we've yeah, been we go, running. Go. Right. Uh, Breaking Away, the 1980 classic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Cutters. Movie. The Cutters. Yeah, yeah, Cutters. Little Indy 500. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Who was the lead in that? I don't remember I, his name. I know. I put he, you on the spot. No, he was, um, you know what he was? He was in the It miniseries. He was Georgie. Yeah, in the the old one. He was one. great. He was great. No,
0: and and then the the guy from which which mountain? He's Daniel
1: Stern and, yeah. uh, and Daniel
0: Stern's in it, but the little guy, the little
1: oh, Jackie O'Haley. Yeah, from he did all from the which bad
0: news bears. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about yeah. Kelly Lee. Yeah, yeah,
1: Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. stud. Oh man. <laughs> Kelly can rip a cigarette. <laughs> if you haven't rewatched the Bad News Bears, you need to. Kelly Didn't Lee... he
0: recently make a comeback and then it just kind of faded? I
1: think he was nominated for an Oscar. But Oscar
0: not long ago? Yeah. Like 10
1: years ago. I don't no, think it's faded. I don't think it's faded. I think he works all the time. Uh, well, I'm sure he does. I just he haven't was seen anything. in The Watchmen. Yeah. He's no, he was great. great. He's a great actor. That's why actor. I'm saying that. He's great. He's like 5'4",
0: but he's a great actor. <laughs> Oh, get him stand next to Tom Cruise. They look eye to eye right there. Anyway, guys, we really appreciate you tuning in and and uh, uh, tell your friends about us. On that note, I'm Andrew. And I'm Ted. Till next week.